Coach, Roach Coach, Podcast. Hot all day, every is the Roach Coach Podcast. All day, all day, every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with you back for another episode of Roach Coach, creating this new metal canon one album at a time. This week, we're talking about some boys from across the pond. Ooh. That's that's right. That's Ooh. right, Matt. Grab your that's tea. Right, Matt. Grab your crumpets, grab your copy of This Charming Man. That's right. We're talking about Hallucinating by the band Apartment 26. And there was only one man we could get to talk about this album. You may know him from the boards, the Roach Coach boards over on Facebook. Hopping on those boards. Hopping on those boards. You may know him on the Instagram. You may know him from his podcast, Barley and Me, ladies and gentlemen. It's Ben Rice. Yeah, we did it. We, we had me as a guest. Thank you so much. We did Happy it. to be here, Ben. You have been a long time Roach rider. Some might say you're a Roach rider for life. I would definitely and, say that. Uh, for the people that don't know, tell them a little bit about you and the Barley and Me podcast. Oh, uh, how to describe it? It's a it's a beard podcast for people who aren't beard podcast people. Uh, it's conversations with your favorite brewers and people who enjoy the beer that they make. And uh, oftentimes we won't even bring up that beer exists in the world outside the first like 10 minutes. Uh, we just kind of go where it goes. It's a conversational thing. Um, and it's uh, a lot of fun. I get guests that, you know, comedians, musicians, writers, uh, and we just uh, drink beer and shoot the shit for like what well, used to be an hour and a half. And now I'm like, let's keep it to like 35 minutes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it goes it goes places. It's pretty fun. Excellent, excellent. That's great, Ben. Your your new metal knowledge. You famously mailed us the package of package packages, yeah. uh, a, a box of, of um, many many albums annotated, which I still have. I still have it all. I actually bought an extra shelf to put them all on it. I believe since you sent them to us, we've done one album from it. One none. album from it. One, One or none. Okay. This might be the first. Uh, no, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm almost like, maybe this is going to be one. No, no. All right. Well, uh, still hoping. But uh, I want to, I, I know you've been very kind and not pointing this out, but it was sent to you in a box that was much too large because uh, it was during COVID times. So I couldn't find a box that made sense for what was going in there. So you also got like, old shirts <laughs> as like it was a lot stuffers. it was a lot in the it was a lot in there yeah <laughs> just just like what do i not need that can like make sure these don't break too much in shipping and i'm like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry this is what you're getting <laughs> you're getting a um, you're getting a shirt i would use as a rag so yeah <laughs> don't worry about it i'm like i i went to like three different places trying to find a box that would make sense i'm like nobody has the box i need I'm just going to buy the biggest box or the smallest big box I can find. I mean, I understand completely finding finding the right, but this is why I'm not into eBay shipping. And people have always been like, oh man, you have all these things that you could totally clear out of here. I've got a lot of old comics I could probably clear. And just when I get into that world, I, uh, I'm just like, life's short. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm box hunting. I'm looking for figuring out shipping yeah. costs. I'm like, I'd rather just go to bed. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I understand 100% and I get it. Um, trust me, we, I still have all of them. I still have the annotated sheet. 
Matt and I... I did not. I deleted it immediately, and I hear I missed a letter, and that tracks... <laughs> um, but 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 I can tell you is that you know we we definitely appreciate it and like listen the long list only got incredibly longer once we got it and it's really just a situation of just us at this point finding a guest and then we have an album we send them lists of albums mm-hmm. and stuff and then if they pick it they pick it or if you know it so you know we also we're following the winds of the yeah. of the market you know so it's yeah, like new metals back hey, you got these new, new metals news. back right. And then you've also got, you know, Stained, you know, have a new album out. So it's like, well, then we got to do this other Stained record and it goes through. But trust me, I've been looking at the cover of the Blank Theory album for like a month now because I shifted it up to the top of the pile. So maybe we're going to get to that one. You know, I, I know. do think about that one a lot because you guys did listen to a track after I sent it. You're like, this one's a ripper. I'm like, all right, maybe they'll do it. And then, no, I'm like, that's going to be the one. And uh, no. So let me just tell my Blank Theory story real quick. I, uh, I got offered a press release to go see him um live and uh they're very short they're uh twin brothers uh and they look like they're big in all the like promo release and they're like five two maybe Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh and they were uh we love our short kings yeah but they're like we have this joke we're playing on these guys around the on this on the tour we we filled up a box of balloons i'm like that's not it's not newsworthy pranking but thank you I will tell no one. So that's well, a whole no, lot of that one for 20, 20 years. <laughs> the short kings from that band certainly knew how to really get a zinger in with a box got of balloons. That's a got him. World class right. got him. That's the ultimate that's got him. Incredible got him. We, th- these guys are the new Clooney and Pitt. All right. With these pranks. All right. Oh, what is, what about- is this very light box that I have? Let me just. It's so ah! might be empty. Oh, oh it's ah! balloons! I got oh, they you. got me! Oh god! Uh, uh. Mm. You know, listen, balloon Ooh. pranks always great. You know what? You why they're great is that everyone gets surprised, so that's like a great part of the prank. Best part. And then they have a bunch of balloons, and balloons are always bringing you joy. They're so a party. You're like, hey, they're a party. Exactly. You know. And what's really good is if you do a balloon prank on someone, and they don't have time to clean it up. And then someone is, say, walking by their office or classroom or something that's now full of balloons, and everyone's like just sticks their heads and goes, "Oh, happy birthday!" And they're like, "It's not my birthday!" And then that makes the the gag great all day. Oh yeah, so just oh, yeah. something to think about for the future. It's, um, yeah, I really love right. the a prank as a long play. Like, yeah, oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. There was probably a guy, another band on the tour that like didn't like birthdays. Maybe he's a Jehovah's Witness, and they're like, "We're gonna do this." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. driving nuts. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, it actually yep. worked in that way. Right. Yeah. And, and they're just sitting there. The, the brothers are just <laughs> scheming. They're just like, oh, oh we're gonna, every day we're going to blow up some balloons. Yeah. And we're going to do this like, in the like, restaurant. We're going to do it in the restaurant. And they'll have to bring him free cake. And he fucking hates cake. Oh, they hates cake. They're going to sing him the song. And they, oh. every day we're doing this yeah. on this tour. It's gonna he's be like, so I'm a professional cool. singer. I don't need you singing songs to me. <laughs> right. He's going to be so <laughs> right. bad. He can sing. <laughs> right. He's like, I don't need you to sing. I'm the one who sings. Uh, <laughs> if I got to tell you, Ben, though, if this Blank Theory album isn't as funny as this conversation, I'm going to be really disappointed. We're going to be so pissed. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be fucking pissed. Um, but let's talk about the album of the week, you guys. Let's. It's Hallucinating by Apartment 26. And, Ben, I, I'm going to go to you because this is a rare L for the old Wikipedia 
for mm-hmm. release date, all it says is May 2000. <laughs> do we have anything more specific than that? Uh, I wish you would have asked date? me that. I didn't even bother. I thought you would do all that research. Uh, I did. I went, May to, 16th, I went to Wikipedia. 2000, according to All Music. Ooh, there, see? There it is. May 16th, 2000. Ben, where were you on May 16th, 2000? May 16th, 2000. That would be around the time that I... Oh, wait. Uh, sorry. That would be junior year of high school. So I would be uh, getting out of my junior year of high school, uh, which means I was probably on a basketball court. Oh, yeah. Ooh, okay. Matt, May Shoot 2000, where were you? Oh, in May of 2000, this was my last... I would be finishing my second to last semester in college. So I was at, in Kalamazoo at Western Michigan, uh, wrapping up wrapping up my degree, which I would finish that December. So I was getting ready for the last summer between uh, college life and non-college life. Mm. And then Apartment 26 came out, and my life changed forever. Because you were Where in Apartment 26, as I recall. That is correct. That's correct. Yeah, it's you- it's your life before this album and your life after this album. That's how we all define mm. it. Um, yeah. For me, it, it, this... instead of if, instead of BC in AD, it's just A two six B two six B two six. Yeah. Before before twenty six and after twenty six. And it gets really confusing for people because they're like, "Oh, is this like before you turn twenty six? After you turn twenty six? You're like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. I'm no. talking about the band Apartment Twenty Six. Where are you going? Come back." Um, <laughs> for me, uh, this was obviously very important because this was May of 2000. I am graduating high school. So that's yeah. right. My whole, my whole vibe right then was like, yeah, baby, I run this, I run this town. I run this school and now I'm heading out into the real world. Psych. No, I'm going to college. Four more years of fun. Yeah. I remember the Mission <clears throat> Impossible 2 soundtrack that, that one of these songs was on. And I remember seeing this album cover uh, at Best Buy where I worked uh, all the time. I I remember I'd just be walking by those end caps and I'd be like, oh, look at that. Look at this lady. Yeah. Quick quick question, Lauren. So this was your senior year of high school? Mm. Senior year. So let me ask you a question. Did you, I don't know, make a pact at the beginning of the year that maybe that was going to be the year? Matt, let me tell you, me and my buddies all made packs. We said, hey, this is <laughs> I our knew year. it. Okay. I knew it. This is our year. All right. Like, listen, okay, here's what it is. So it's fall of 1999. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah. And we're like, I'm there. this is our year. Okay. So, first day of school, we're like, okay, forget what we've been doing. Okay. 9999. We're all getting Sega Dreamcasts. We're <laughs> all, we're all, we all need to really focus on what's important. And my buddy Justin was like, getting laid and i was like you got it you you got got it it. you fucking this guy gets it we got it this is what's important and so i'm like we got to make this pact we got to do this you know we get laid we got to cut our own dicks off and everyone's like this makes sense this is what we have to do wait you get laid (laughs) and cut your own dicks off well that's the thing then my but no no that's the thing was we made the pact because we were listen you're young you're impulsive you just start saying things you don't think about the consequences Mm. then my buddy gerard was like hold on i'm not cutting my dick off (laughs) and i was like gerard's got brain (laughs) he thought it through and i was like okay all right we'll roll this back so then it's like okay get laid and then hopefully don't have to cut our dicks off 
And then my buddy Ryan's like, hey, do you all want to come over to my house and watch Godfather 2? And we were like, yep. And then we fucking blew it. <laughs> we forgot all about this pack. We forgot about the pack that we just kept watching movies. A month later, call went out. Everyone showed up at school and they're like, do you guys see the trailer for Ronan? And I'm like, the, uh, this, the movie with uh, De Niro popping out of the sunroof with the missile launcher? Yeah, I fucking saw it. And he's like, Everybody in the van, we're going to see Ronan. Meanwhile, girls walking by, hey, and we're like, we're going to Ronan. Leave <laughs> us alone. And now it's been so much time between then. You have a son, so obviously somewhere in there you had sex. So you fulfilled And I the named deal. him after the movie I watched instead of doing it. <laughs> Full circle. Wow. Full circle. At full circle, Incredible. and I know we're gonna get we're gonna get letters. Lauren, is this story true? Yes. Uh, anyway, in the midst of all this, Matt, May of two thousand. Mm-hmm. Where is that in the new metal timeline? Well, May of two thousand, we would be in the thick of it. That's right, Matt. We are in the thick of it. All right. So when I see this album cover, I also think of all of the albums that surrounded it on that end cap. Okay. I'm talking significant other. 100%. I'm talking Slipknot by Slipknot. Yep. I'm talking Full Devil Jacket. I'm talking Corn Issues is going to be around it. Ben, what what are some other hot ones that you would say you would have seen around this time? Ah, uh, boy, that seems like pretty much it. It'd just be a, a, a special edition to that Slipknot for sure. Mudvayne, LD50, Disturbed. <laughs> oh, Disturbed would be on there. Uh, Sorry. All of these bands, Matt, it was a perfectly timed sneeze. The, uh, <laughs> all of these bands are going to be around it. We're in the thick of it. But somehow this one never quite got me. And the thing is that, like I said, they had a song on the Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack. Uh, another they? movie I went to to see instead of talking to girls. I was like, I remember this is fucking, this part is fucking true. Walking down the hallway, seeing my buddy Justin going, Tom Cruise motorcycles on Friday, baby! Eyes on the prize. Eyes on the prize. A flood just happened. Every woman in the in the room was just like, oh my God. Unbelievable. Why is my penis drier now? Oh, let me tell you, Matt, 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 let me tell you, if uh, it, <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't make that pact is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so you have this album here, Apartment 26. This band is made up of some interesting boys, and we're just going to jump right into it. On vocals, Terrence Biff Butler. And you might be really? saying, Butler, that name sounds familiar. That's right. It's the son of one Geezer Butler. Ooh. That's right. Is you're like, who's Geezer f- Butler? <laughs> now, if you're saying who's Geezer Butler, if you're saying that, fair enough. I respect enough. you Geezer? for your honesty. Yeah, thank you for being so honest. So Geezer Butler was the bassist from the band. Thank you, Matt. He was oh. the bassist in, in Black Sabbath. Yeah. And the main <laughs> lyricist. Yeah. Wait, Ooh. what? He's the, the main lyrics? lyricist for Black Sabbath. We all learned wait, something so, today. Wait a minute. So Ozzy wasn't writing this shit? No. Nope. Caesar was handing him notes? Yep. That's why Ozzy still got to read up that board every every show. He's like, I don't I didn't write this. I don't remember what these words are. They aren't they are not natural to me. Yeah. Warpig's <laughs> original lyrics were Geezer, please help me with these lyrics. <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> and I don't know what 
Just and he's like, hold now. on. What War Pigs like, is. <laughs> Why'd we and call this song War Pigs? War Pigs. Jesus Please like, give me here context. You go. All right, here you go. <laughs> Generals gathered hope. This is really good, Geezer. Yeah. Yeah, every day he's just like, Geezer, these lyrics are really good. And he's like, thank you. Thank you. And that's why uh, Black Sabbath never broke up because they got along so well. So yeah, so you've got you've got Terrence Biff Butler on vocals. Uh, from what I can tell from interviews and stuff I read, he exclusively went by Biff. He never went by Terrence. Mm-hmm. On guitar, John Greasley. On bass, Louis Cruden. On programming and keyboards, Andy A.C. Huckvale. And on drums, Kevin Temple. As we said, we have a physical copy here. I actually have two copies uh, because, Ben, nice. you mailed me one. And also, <laughs> I had one that I bought years before that, you know, like I said, I have albums that I'm just picking up that I forget that I have. Yeah. yeah. That's the fun of the long list is Matt will find an album, get recommended, we'll hop on the long list, and we'll find out that not only is it already on it, but I own a physical copy. It's yeah. An, it's and we've listened to it on the show. Yeah, that's also fun. Yeah, th- oh, that did happen. That, that was great. <laughs> like, we've done this. We have <laughs> certainly heard this before. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at you, right? Zebrahead. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> this album uh, I did uh, initially get from eBay. I got it from Glenn the Bookseller ah. for a sweet $2.89. Big Ooh. thrift. Great yeah, job. That That was an incredible thrift. Let's talk a little bit about these liner notes here. On the front cover, we have... Is this a variation on the famous uh, painting of the woman crawling away from her house that I'm blanking on right now? So is it called like Sophie's Journey or something like that? But in this one, it's been like steampunked. So she... And steampunked and new metaled up. Yeah. So she's crawling away from uh, a burning city that mm-hmm. also looks slightly digitized. Slightly. She looks... T- yeah, she looks pixelated. Yeah. Um, she's wearing steampunk goggles. Mm-hmm. Raven black hair. But most importantly, this lady ain't got no clothes on. She naked. She naked as the day mm. she was born. That, and that lets you know, like, hey, we're, we're, we're dealing with some, some new metal wildness here. This is a start cover, but I would say is, is one of those things where I look at it and I'm thinking, like, there probably could have been a way to make this a little more... Like, I remember it, but I didn't remember it enough to be like, I, I got to put this in my hot hands. I got to get this thing. Right. I got to get this thing out of the out of the plastic. Because as, as, as I've read, the album did not do great. Um, Correct. The reviews also, not great. Mm-hmm. The review on Wikipedia from a, from a website called canadian.com um <laughs> that's how it's spelled stated that the band fails to quote stand out from all the other bands that fall into this genre of music that's the last thing you want to hear about your band is that you that's fail to stand out yeah but also it's written in such a way that it sounds like the guy who was assigned it was like let me just punch in a clock cut, get cut this to the quick done. Um, yeah, I, uh, it sucks. Turns it in uh, too short. Uh, we need a little bit more than that. All right, um, yeah. this band unimpressive. <laughs> not not unimpress and impressive. No, unimpressive. Unimpressive. <laughs> unimpressive. Unimpressive debut. Oh, an unimpressive debut. That that no. uh, that 
reviewer was also the voice of Mortal Kombat fatalities. He's like, I'm a one-word review guy. It's like, excellent. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you get from me. Yeah, so I hate this, this one... cover, by the way. Yeah. Oh, it's, Matt. It's it not is, good. It is so uncanny valley and disconcerting. And I've seen it so often at that Best Buy. Like, that thing hung around, it seems, for years. <laughs> Like who? Who mm-hmm. was the record label on this? Hollywood Records. Okay, Hollywood, Hollywood at that time, classic, <laughs> classic for just. I got great Malenko bags. Let me just tell you, Hollywood Records would keep their stuff out there for way too long. And uh, this, I hate this album. Cover. I hate I, this record. Cover. I have a visceral ick, and I hate seeing ick. I, I have a visceral like no thank you to this album cover. Okay, we'll get. Get, look forward to Get looking at it for the next hour. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's yeah. it's just sewn into the fabric of my life at this point. Mm-hmm, right. Uh, I also, I didn't notice this, even though I have been staring at this for a week, is that next to the Apartment 26 is, I think, their attempt at a symbol, which, not great also. These dots and dashes. Oh, yeah. Because it mm, makes it look, if like, that's supposed to be A26 cut up. It looks like a 7. Mm-hmm. It looks like a 7, 100%. And it just looks like L7. It looks like AL7. Yeah. Oh, boy, that's bad. Yeah, that's not oh, good. boy, that's I mean, bad. go listen to L7. They're great. <laughs> Producer on this album, returning champion, though, honestly, it's Ulrich Wild. Mm-hmm. We haven't had one of Ulrich's in a while. We yeah. haven't had an Ulrich in a minute, and so for everyone who's like, okay, guys, you're talking about Ulrich Wilde, like I'm supposed to know who he is, and you should. Here, Ulrich, I'm going to hit it's you. it's been a while. <laughs> so Ulrich Wilde, no. some of the stuff that he has produced. He produced Power Man 5000. He produced Stabbing Westward. He produced Wisconsin Death Trip. Yeah. Okay? Once you produce Wisconsin Death Trip, as we all know, you drink free for the rest of your life. You do. Okay? You roll into a Thousand bar percent. and you say, I'll take your finest ale. And uh, they slide it across the bar to you and they tell you that's going to be $6. And you'll go, you ever heard the song Love Dump? And they'll go, <laughs> yeah. Did you write it? No. Did you play on it? No. I was behind the boards. I made sure that shit sounded sweet. Oh, well, pff, this ale's on the house. No charge. And here's, and here's no the second charge. one. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. Ulrich also produced Taproot Gift, Scrape New Killer America, Breaking Benjamin Saturate. He did engineering on Results May Vary, because you've always got to put food this is diminishing returns lauren i think we (laughs) i know i know i know as i'm saying this i'm like hold on things are taking a turn no no, don't worry (laughs) that's why wild also famous for producing all those wiggles records (laughs) (laughs) okay you know what we'll bring it back around he most recently produced static x project regeneration volume run and death clock death album four the boy is back drinks on the house once again all right once again all right (laughs) Matt, uh, people at home are not going excellent, to be able to appreciate these space incredible... Uh, baby, we're on video work. now, so... You're right, you're right. <laughs> we're on yes, YouTube they now. are. <laughs> All right, when you go on YouTube, you're going to get to see Matt's, I mean, top tier. Well, here's top the thing. Top tier. People, people don't know until they see you live, Matt, that you right. are preeminent improv performer. 
Oh yeah. Um, one Real of the best, shit and sack. I know you're you're very you're very modest about this, but um, I want to let everybody know that I was watching Matt Nas before I was a friend, and I was just an admirer, and I would watch this boy rock stages, and then afterwards be like, ah, you know, and I'm like, there it is. That's why he's number one. Because he's not walking off that stage going, yeah, crushed another one, no biggie. No, he was like, I got notes for myself. And that's <laughs> always why, have that's notes why for he's always got notes for himself. That's note number one, best, stop being a tryhard. That's always my number one note to myself. <laughs> mm. But but Matt Nas, he's one of our one of our great performers, and um, I don't know when this episode's going to go up. But Matt, we should just talk about it real quickly right now. You're bringing back. The Matt Nas Variety Show to go comedy oh. improv theater for I am, one I night am. only event. One night only event, Ooh. November tenth of twenty twenty three. Okay, so actually, this episode will go up. Um, it will go up like days before. Oh, oh perfect promo! I might have to make sure that this video the drops episode. the same day. <laughs> yeah. So um, great, Matt. What can people expect from this show? Well, I can tell you this right now on yeah. uh-huh. um, October. 14th we uh-huh. have not had our auditions yet so i do not have a fully baked show but what i can guarantee is a live band a stand-up comic a musical act and i can blow this now friends of the program mitch Sosha and his good buddy matt who have are who are doing a show in october i have committed them to do something in the show as well. So, ooh la la. Ooh la la. So, Jenny's <laughs> husband will be there. All right. So, there it is. Sweet Mitchell in the Flesh and uh, the original Road Rider. Go Comedy and Prep Theater, November 17th. Uh, get your ass over there. And okay. by the 17th, we mean 10th. I mean the 10th. The 10th. I was going to say, hold on. <laughs> Even I know that's wrong. <laughs> it, you know what? You know what? Um, we'll no, notes. Uh, no notes. <laughs> Lauren was doing this with no notes. That's what we mean by no, no notes. See, yeah, yeah, <laughs> see, Matt, I walk up, no notes for me. I don't take any notes, all right? I nail it every time. <laughs> a real asshole. No <laughs> notes. Dick. No notes. <laughs> oh, I got the date wrong? Did I? Did I? Yeah, you, you Sounds, did. No so notes. To move your show. Matt, it sounds like you're doing two shows. It sounds like you're doing two shows. Move your show, Matt, because I'm not sure. wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Lauren, no notes, Kozłowski. <laughs> Kozłowski. Uh, 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 there's another note I'm getting. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's talk about genre tags, you guys, let's. for Apartment 26. Our genre tags are new metal, industrial metal, industrial rock, and drum and bass. Give it to me. Oh, yeah. I've picked yeah. this for Matt Nas. Thank for you, sure. Thank you. There's, I mean, other reasons I picked it, but like, I was like, this. I want to watch Matt's face on this. <laughs> You're gonna get all of it. Yep. You're gonna get all Matt's face on this one. There was not a ton on this album on the old interweb. There were no music videos, which was stunning to learn. You would have think they would have shelled out something like, give me a live performance. You know, put them. Listen, it's 2000. The thick of it. You mm-hmm. don't have 20 grand. To put look, these boys in an empty warehouse? Huh? Look, you got this album art, and it's on the end cap. It's going to move. Oh, yeah. You don't need any second sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no, this uncanny valley picture of who I thought there's was a man this whole time until right, then. <laughs> which I think we didn't point out. We should have pointed out it's a woman, but you can be like maybe not though. That's where my but head was. But there's and, a hint of breast, a hint, and that's and, that should be enough for the horny horny fellows in 2000. You know what? Maybe that was. Maybe we needed more than a hint. You know, maybe we need yeah. a little nudge between the shoulders, more than just a hint. But also, it's all digitized. It looks like she's lost. She looks like she's blind. This is not exactly screaming like, hello. You know, right. I, it, that might be part of the problem. We should talk a little bit about the interior here. They really doubled down on the zeros and ones. Oh. Lots of those. Lots of lots of this just like the, the, the computers are taking over. Uh, this, is, vac- this is pre-millennial dread. This is... Mm. 100 percent guess what we've got well i guess it came out in 2000 this is now post-millennial dread we are dare i say cyber we are cyber ben how do you feel about being cyber i feel like there's a lot in that <laughs> that i'm not okay. comfortable with yeah. <laughs> that's why i asked that's why i asked you're not feel comfortable, comfortable about with it. cyber but like this feels yes. like hackers yes this yeah. is like yeah we're the 1994 mm. idea of what the internet will be but it's 2000, 2000 which by the way it's still it's still accurate back then the internet has grown so much that you forget that that's still accurate back then it's true i was still i mean yeah 2000 i was still rocking an aol dial-up yeah you know watching slowly loading QuickTime videos of the cast of american pie talk about how fun it was to make the movie it was really fun you guys putting another patch on real player uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah exactly oh yeah man yeah, trying to trying to play some uh, some like Doom game over like a t- over your your dial up with like yeah. some skins you downloaded. Yep, the fun, the fun, the joy. Waiting oh, five to ten minutes to hear a thirty second clip of an album you were considering buying on Amazon, which you could do. That's right. I was oh boy, sitting there, I'm just like, man, when this when this thirty seconds of Jamiroquai canned heat downloads, I'm gonna find out if this is for me. And I got it for Christmas, so there you go. I guess it was for me. Uh, great, um, great album. But th- great album. Very good. Pretty standard thank yous. I didn't see anything that was too wild in here. Biff is a big nickname guy, which makes sense since he's a yeah. nickname guy. So some of the nicknames he throws out, he calls AC, AC, it's crap, can't hear the samples, Huck Vale. Lewis <laughs> is Lewis, you can copy and paste that Cruden. Um, John Greasley is John Time for Fat Burger Greasley, and Kevin Temple is Kevin All About the Dink Temple. So okay, that I don't one, know what that means. I, that I, one I'm gonna need. Um, I'm we got to reach out to Mosher Mags. On is that, that, is that a hi hat reference? Yeah. What dink. is it being all about the dink? What does that mean? Let us know, because um, Biff Biff is not clear. I mean, if uh, it's, but I if it's dual income, no kids. I'm all about the dink. I'm all about the dink. I'm on dual income, no kids. The way to live, baby. God, oh my gosh. I was dual income, no kids for so long. I love my daughter. Ah. It's actually better this way, but there was Man. that sweet nectar of dual income, no kids. Ah, just like, the recklessness. The oh, what oh, a oh joy. Gosh. Complete lack of saving money. Oh, the none. Blowing it all on penny whistles. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah matt oh the dual income no kids i mean you're talking about like you you'd hear about a concert and you, you just, send just, text. You just go. go you just go you just go you wouldn't even have to look like what day the of the calendar. week it didn't matter it didn't no matter are, are your speed wagons playing in chicago let's go 
Let's get a hotel. Let's, get, let's splurge on a hotel. Let's get a hotel. Let's yeah, get a the hotel. way you just say it. Instead of figuring out which let's family member. Let's make it a weekend. Yeah, which family member lives closest that you can stay with. Yeah. Ah, Biff was making fun of him for this? <sighs> Whatever, Biff. But also, um, those nicknames really speak to what you're about to hear, Matt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Like, we didn't put any effort into this record. Like, <laughs> you know what? You know what? Now that I know that Dad Geezer Butler was writing all the lyrics to Black Sabbath, iconic lines, lines we remember forever, some of that may have not passed down to the mm. next generation. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I thought that it would yeah. be important to point that out because I think it puts a whole new pall over this record. It does. It wait, does. But wait, look, so but in his defense, me. in his defense, who here wants to be like their dad? You know? You want to separate from that. And yeah. that when you're talking about one of the great lyric writers, what you should do is write absolute dog shit. I like how we're all thinking about like how we don't want to be uh, like our dads. We don't want to be uh, like our dads as far as like maybe, you know, in the way they raised us in certain ways. And then this guy's like my dad was one of the best lyricists of all fucking time, and I'm going to shit the bed so on every track here. <laughs> so you're telling me Geezer could have walked into the studio, heard some of these lyrics, and been like, I have a few ideas, and Biff was like, no notes! I'm not like you, Dad. I'm not like you. I don't want to be like you. I'll, I'll never, never be like be you. Like you. <laughs> Geezer, get out of my room, butler. And someone goes, Geezer's already his nickname. I don't care. Um, I, I don't want this. your life. Your life. Yeah. Uh, best well, line. What's the, whatever the British version of that would be. Oh, it's right. Get me out of the mood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the show, everybody. Good night. Um, we are uh, the Roach no, Coach uh, Podcast. <laughs> We are the Roach Coach Podcast. We're on TikTok. Um, okay, here's the. This is a letter. It's very. And I want to just tell you, um, the font in this very small. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that. Not unreadable. They did this sideways bullshit. So you mm-hmm. gotta roll it out like this. You can't. Well, read it like is there a, a poster on the other side, Lord? Does it make a poster? Does it make a poster? You know what? Not really. Oh, I mean, well, then I don't have any. Sh- what is this? What is this shit? That's a poster. Look, it, see how it flows? Is see how it flows po- into each other? Look, it's a, oh, it's okay. a poster. It flows. All right. It's a shitty enough, poster. It flows. I'll put it on my wall when we're done. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I wanted. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. So <laughs> uh, this is the letter that is buried in here um, along with like the legalese. Some musicians believe that the use of electronic and computerized tools and programs to create music is somehow unacceptable, and that music is only music when it is all live. Others believe that the classic performance-oriented instruments are redundant, and sampling and sequencing is the only way forward. Apartment 26 believes in the... So much text on text here. In the unity of man and machine, and this album is brought to you with that in mind. So, as if Kraftwerk did not exist, <laughs> boy. Listen, Timely, Biff. Biff, he's never heard of him. He's never heard of him. Kraftwerk. He doesn't know him. I don't know her. I don't know her. I don't Get know Kraftwerk. Literally Daft Punk walking around in robot helmets, and they're like, not familiar. Don't know about it. 
We're the first. Um, no one's actually, done it. They do, actually, actually, this does predate. This does predate homework by. Oh no, this does predate um, Discovery by Daft Punk. I'm sure they were actually furious when they came out, and they were like, "We should have been robots." Yeah. Why weren't we robots, <laughs> Dad? Dad, why wasn't I a robot? It's like you're a boy. I wish I was a robot. Oh, well, so, I'm glad they really yeah. broke ground on the first band that wanted to be man machines. Mm. They they did they did. Oh, apartment twenty six. They said, let's see. Um, they are named after apparently apartment twenty six is a Eraserhead reference. Uh, hmm. The movie Eraserhead by David Lynch. Okay. And I have seen Eraserhead, and I love David Lynch. I'm a big David Lynch head. I'm a Lynchy. Is that right? No, that's not. You don't want to say that. A Lynchy. That sounds bad. You're um, Lynchian. You're yeah. Lynchian. I'm definitely Lynchian. Absolutely. I bring mm. with me a creeping dread everywhere I go. But uh, I love David Lynch. But the thing with Eraserhead is, it's one of his. I've only seen it once. I saw it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I remember about it, and this is a true fucking story, is that we watched it at my buddy Gerard's house, and who I believe I've talked about a little bit on this show, but Gerard is uh, one of my best friends. He's one of the best people to ever live. And he, uh, when we finished the movie, he turned to me and he said, yeah, that was better than Charlie's Angels. And then he got up and walked away. And I was like, what is the comparison here? <laughs> what was, but I didn't, you know what? I didn't probe further because that was too perfect of a moment. It was too perfect of a moment to say Eraserhead better than Charlie's Angels, the 2003 remake. Yeah. And uh, I probe no more. So, yeah. um, I always remember yeah. recommended if you like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I remember those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right next to each other. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right next. So, yeah. So, I guess also we should keep in mind that, yeah, these guys are um, fans of David Lynch and that type of thing. But will it come into play? Mm. Mm. let's find out let's find out (laughs) let's find out we're gonna kick this bad boy off first song in the album ironic the first song of the album is called backwards those glow sticks ready yeah get them ready you know get your ronnie size cds out get ready for some drum and bass action matt i want to start with you yeah buddy how did you feel how'd you feel about backwards i really like 80 percent of that song (laughs) 80 percent of that song is my shit love it love 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 it this is old wax track stuff this is like 
right in the pocket, really cool kind of synth pop meets meets that it's not industrial, but like it has a mm-hmm. metal-y edge, an aggressive edge. And then yeah. what happens, Matt? He what happens? Singing. Matt? He starts singing, and I'm this is shitty because it's like this is the ingredient that doesn't work for me, and it's it's the vocalist, and when it's one person, it makes it's. I hate saying that, like, but uh, the vocalist does not work for me. Biff does not work for me. His vocals need to be way more processed in this mix. He's singing what seems like clean, and mm-hmm. with that much electronics going, uh, we got way too much man in that machine. We needed more machine in that man. Um, it is... The thing about the Uncanny Valley is, like, there's something wrong. This isn't right. Like, it needed to be... Yeah, no. No. That, no, I'm sorry. Like, this made me. Th- this song made me think of a band called Psychosonic, who had a song called Welcome to My Mind. And, like, that is the same type of song here, where it's, like, really booby and beepy. But when he comes in, his voice is, like... The compression on it, it's overly processed. It's, but it's still very human sounding. Mm-hmm. They, they needed that. They needed to soften his vocal. They needed to like really put it in this pocket so that when it became aggressive, they could put more of an aggressive filter on it. Like when the guitars actually come in, it is not for me. Although 80% of this track is 100% for me. And I want to be playing. <laughs> A wipeout XL on my PlayStation One. Well, <laughs> while I do this, or PlayStation um, Two at this point, my PlayStation mm, Two. That's true. Yeah, for me, these vocals evoke uh, a strong "We Have Burton C. Bell at Home" hmm. um, vibe. Mm. Um, he's going for the Burton C. Bell, but he doesn't oh, yeah. quite oh. have it. <gasps> he doesn't quite have it, and. That's tough on its own, but then for me, because it was one of those things like I was trying to put in because I was like listening to the song and I was like, this is this song was the song that was also on the Mission Impossible Two soundtrack, which okay. I did own, and so I heard this song a lot in two thousand, and so I was like, why did this song not hit me enough to go seek out more Apartment Twenty Six? And I think it's because this chorus doesn't quite work because the word backwards does not flow and he tries to make it smooth and it just clunks up the flow of that backwards yeah yeah he's like everything's going backwards it's like that that's not the word there are certain words that just (coughs) flow and they are hooky and they get in your head and every time i heard this i was like this needs to be fixed this needs to be sent to the song doctor stat maybe he can do something but also it's the song is called backwards it's built around this entire hook Mm-hmm. The whole thing with it, but also this it's is a house of cards, Lauren. It is a house of cards, but this also immediately brings you into the world of Biff the songwriter because you get a mm-hmm. lot of this, and you're gonna get a lot of this throughout the album. Finished looking for answers, now I'm looking for questions. He loves this shit. He loves oh, the yin and yang. He loves the if not this, then that. You know, yes. if it's not clean, it's dirty. If it's not black, it's white. Day. What about night? This is his <laughs> wheelhouse, okay? These are the things that he works in. And 
I know that people saying like, Lauren, these are classic cliches of music and literature. These ideas, the right and wrong, the ups and downs. Yes. But my friends, sometimes there is a little more nuance to it than that. And uh, sometimes that's all we're getting. Here's my thing with this lyric, okay? Everything's gone backwards. Mm -hmm. Nothing's what it seems. I awake from my nightmares, smash the mirrors, smash the dreams. This will also be a recurring theme, Matt. (laughs) All right. Here's here's the lyrics. Everything's gone backwards. Nothing's what it seems. I awake from my nightmares, smash the mirrors, smash the dreams. If we're going to go cliches, you can just say everything's gone crazy nothing's what it seems i awake from my mat my nightmares it's all backwards to me if you want backwards in there so bad but i remember biff had a solid no notes policy no notes <laughs> geezer walks in is like i uh, rewrote that chorus for you and he's like nah! not you dad you're not getting a touch of this publishing get out of and i think matt you're giving him no credit for the artistic aspect of smashing mirrors which is smashing your idea of yourself that's true because everything has gone backwards nothing is as it seems so you need to smash who you think you are and give up on your dreams you see because the world that you would have are living in is not real right the reality that you think you see is not that so whatever you think you're gonna be you're not gonna be so smash that too smash yourself smash your dreams (laughs) it's all backwards nothing's what it seems i don't know what your problem is Ben, thank you. Ben, I want thank I want you. to thank you so much for this. Thank you for this because you have I mean, you've given us a perfect segue into songmeanings.com. There's like three <laughs> oh, notes. This, there, yeah, there's not a ton of comments on air, but that what you just described is perfectly how people on songmeanings.com sound. We have a comment from Ethelian. That's uh, from May 20th, 2002. These are some shallow lyrics, but at least the song sounds decent. The guy can see through the fakeness and fronts that people put up, but they can't see through him because he's too complex for them. Even though they don't know the real him, sometimes he feels exposed and violated, question mark? And maybe he's wondering if he's starting to become like the people he hates, question mark? His dad? Thelian. Maybe, maybe. Um, uh, here, this is a perfectly 2002 comment. In Tyler, we trust. There's only one Tyler they're talking about, baby. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and he's about to blow up a bank. <laughs> That's right, baby. Uh, I like the mix of techno-ish beats and rock guitars and things. Mm. It goes well together. I think there's too many effects on his voice, though. I'd like it to be a little clearer. Good song, though. You think there's too many effects on his voice? Oh, boy. Then maybe they mm. aren't the right ones. <laughs> maybe. Then Stitchface came in real hot and said, It's shallow because Rich Boy Biff wrote the lyrics. Great band, but a different singer would help. All right. Well, they, 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 I may echo their sentiment, but I try not to be that harsh. Uh, well, then, so that was on April 26, 2003. On July 24th, 2007, Biff showed up. Sam Walton said, <laughs> because that's the screen name. <laughs> You're burying the lead here. That, that's uh, the best screen name anyone's ever come Sam up with. Walton. Sam Walton. Not Sam Walton 69. Not Sam underscore Walton. Sam Walton. He got it. Said, 
because Biff being rich has anything to do with his musical talent. Anyway, Evan Seinfeld from Biohazard co-wrote this song. So immediately this person rolls in, says, you, what are you talking about? We talking about you, you accusing uh you accusing him of being a, bi- a nepo baby? Get that out of here! Fuck that! Also, yeah, by me, the way, Sam Walton, another, no, I'm the one saying it. Sam does Walton, money matter? <laughs> yeah, money doesn't matter. And then also saying, also, actually, he didn't even really write it. Somebody else wrote it. Like, <laughs> complete undercut. A real poor um, guy I, wrote this song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Evan real Seinfeld, target looking yeah. fella. Yeah. So I did a little research. I could not find any evidence of Evan Seinfeld writing this song. The only evidence that I can find of Biohazard in these liner notes is a thank you where they thank him and say your inspiration in a particular moment was very helpful. Like, you know, I guess he gave them some kind words. And then, so then I looked boom, up. Boom, 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 boom. Well, I looked at I looked this guy up. I don't really know much about Evan Seinfeld. He is from Biohazard in and out of Biohazard. But also he had he had a time period in his life in which he um, married a porn star and made a bunch of porn with her and yeah. then decided he wasn't going to do that anymore. And I guess they got divorced and then he came back, he came back out and went back to being in Biohazard. And I was like, what a life. What a life. Just jumping between the two. Interesting guy. Terrorist more interesting than this album. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, he got that word of okay. encouragement. He's like, he's like backwards i know it's an awkward word keep it i'm telling you keep it name the song it it will stand the test of time (laughs) it's gonna it's worth it all right okay um like my marriage this is gonna last forever (laughs) this is gonna last me and this porn star it's happening baby all right well that's the first song that's our kickoff (laughs) i really thought there'd be a music video for this song there isn't one there isn't there's no evidence no maybe it's in a vault somewhere i don't know Mm. all right well let's keep it going Track two, doing it anyway. You know that feeling you have when you're eight, nine years old and, you know, somebody says, hey, it's time to do your chores. Go empty the dishwasher. And it's like, these dishes are just going to get dirty again. They're just going to, we're going to put food on them. they get dirty again. What's the point of doing it anyway, dad, geezer? Go into my room. Don't come in here and critique my lyrics matt you have true I'm consternation on your face so upset um <laughs> okay <laughs> no it, 
we looked uh we looked the history of pop music and choruses in the face and we said not today not mm-hmm. be, because what's the point of doing it anyway yeah. i'm i'm livid i like that's where you end your chorus we don't hold a note we don't no just man, it's a quarter note and we're out i'm the i'm, I'm the man machine and i was but no like that sounds bad guys I love you. I love that you made a record. I love that you sold a record. I love that you were able to get promotion for this record. It is easily one of the hardest fucking things to do in the world to get anybody to care about what you do. I know we kicked the dad out of the room because we didn't want his help, but maybe, just maybe, we could have had him take a look and been like, oh, mate, yeah, no, don't do that. I lo- his vocals totally work for me in the verse. Totally. Right. Like, that is The right amount of processing. Yeah, that is textbook goth industrial right there. That is very dialed in for the time. It, it doesn't really... It is not a differentiator, but it is, like, super in the pocket. The first chorus, pitchy to me, it's like, okay, I don't know what we're doing here. Just turn up, you know, like... Just do what Ogre does in Skinny Puppy. Just make, just turn it to 10. Like, let's just make your voice disappear. But then I get it even, they have a pre-chorus, and then I get mm-hmm. it even cleaner in this chorus, sinking deep, much too deep, digging deeper. I don't think, I don't need, but I care about it. What's the point anyway? And then you just end on, like, halfway through the phrase. I am pulling for you guys i want the best for you (laughs) this is not good songwriting in my opinion all right okay so matt nons you're in uh you're in tyra banks we were all rooting for you mode uh ben how you feel about this one uh look i think that we need to talk about what this band's goals and aspirations are uh this song was written uh well, they were on tour before the album was even writ- uh, recorded, and they're basically like, "Yeah, we were on tour with my dad, and like, there was nothing to do, so we just like fucked groupies, and we're like, eh, this isn't really fun for me." Uh, so we wrote a song about it. Um, but I think this whole band uh, is just a bunch of slackers. And they're just like this is like to me, this is a perfect slacker anthem, right? Just four on the floor drums, like pretty basic riff, but meaty, you know, and, and it's just like. Yeah, we're just gonna do it, and that'll be that. Um, I think we'll. I was gonna get into this later in the episode, but since Matt's pushing back already, I just want to say that this whole album is a wake up sheeple album. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's a wake up sheeple, but it's not like, hey, be active and get out there and change. Like, there's nothing you can do, so just fucking hang out. <laughs> That's it. It's like world's fucked. Just deal with it. That's what this whole album's about. Uh, I think this is. A, uh, a great song for so, what they are doing. So the reframe on this to me now is that this is an am- an abstinence anthem. Yeah, because if you can't if you can't heal me, you can't know me. Right. What's the point anyway? I'm cutting my dick off, guys. I'm not yeah, having yeah. sex. <laughs> This What's guy, the point anyway? This guy's making a pact with himself to cut his own dick off. That's incredible. Um, wow. I, uh, I wrote my notes. I, <laughs> everything you know is wrong. You know what? Matrix 1999. Mm? 
That was the whole premise, heard of it? right? You think you know the world? What if I showed you another way? Oh shit, I'm getting red pilled. Beeps and boops was my first note. Oh yeah, so. tons of beeps and boops. Uh, All the beeps yeah, and boops are on this one. Tons of beeps and boops. Uh, I also wrote that it was very orgy. And mm. that it was funny that once again, I'm just hearing other bands. And it's also funny to think about a band like Orgy, who I don't think anybody would ever accuse as being um, a, a original a original band in, in a lot <laughs> of ways. Um, but I was like, I was like, am I to a point now where like someone's like, we have Orgy at home? <laughs> like, yeah. that's where we're at now? Which is a weird feeling. And we do get a bit of a Static X stomp, but I mean, we have Ulrich Wild behind the board, so he probably mm-hmm. has a little button. And so, <laughs> I mean, that that was fine. I mean, the, I found... The Static the, X preset on his board. Static like, X preset, yeah. All the um, faders I just f- move. <laughs> I found like, make riffs big, vocal. repetitive, done. <laughs> yeah. I, I found the verse vocals to be very hesitant and buried in the mix. So it was one of those things where I was like, I can't hear you. But then it's one of those things like, do I want to hear them? But I can't hear them. And I wrote that it's a real carnival of noise. Mm. But credit where it's due, what's the point in doing it anyway? Sounds like a very new metal sentiment. Mm. Yes. Okay, I would agree with uh, that. So in that way, I appreciate it. Only one comment on songmeanings.com. From commenter Xanderfell, and uh, what is remarkable about this comment? Uh, remarkable about this comment is that it is from January twenty seventh, two thousand twenty two. So, hi, fellow Rider. Hello, everybody. Um, yeah, so definitely, uh, d- this band has not faded away. I mean, here we're talking about them. Here we are in twenty twenty three. Xanderfell said. Reading the lyrics as they are sung, it feels like the song is about sex and STDs. The can you heal me bit makes me wonder what they need to be healed of. Uh, They're indifferent, uh, Xander. Oh, is that what that is? Okay. I think so. (laughs) Uh, And it could, could also be the after effects of sex where we question why we do it beyond the simple procreate thing built into all of us. What's the point in doing it anyway is what I get nowadays. Sometimes even pleasure loses its meaning and we will eventually look for a deeper meaning as to why we do it. Just my interpretation of it. Still awesome song. Still awesome song. So, um, (laughs) still awesome song. Still awesome song. Still awesome song. Oh, that's all? Still awesome. Matt, who is who's the who's the gentleman that was in the comments to tell us about um, how um, sex is worth it? Who is that guy? Oh, I don't <laughs> this know. Is the same vibe. <laughs> I want to put this person with Xanderfell. You know, oh, yeah. they're just like, listen, if you're thinking about it, <laughs> oh, it's worth it. it. Is worth oh, it. That's uh, a good point. Also, should this be in someone's sex playlist? Mm, what do you think? Like. I, I don't know if you, you want to catch your and poops. You got your jackhammering drums. <laughs> yeah, but you have an overall sentiment. You don't want to create in your sex playlist a question of whether or not the sex should be happening. You know what I mean? Because mm, yeah. sex playlists are really built around the idea of like, it's you guys sexy are doing it, or yeah. you're you should be doing it, or I'm setting a mood for doing it. And this song is like. Like this song, basically, if you were in the mood, and then this song comes on, and it's like, "What are you like doing?" Turning lights what on. What if it's that sex place where you're back. like, "How about this?" What if it's that that breakup sex? The last time you're gonna have sex and you know it, you throw this bad boy on, mm. and it's like, "I don't understand mm. anymore." Mm. 
That's a good point. That's a good mm, point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Something to think about. A new playlist, the breakup sex playlist. <laughs> um, which, what a relationship you've got where it's like, we're about to have breakup sex. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Pull I, up song. I, I got I know a playlist the- just for this. <laughs> I know I have all my stuff in a box and I'm ready to leave. <laughs> But before, what's the point to do it anyway? Hold on, hold on. It's playing out of my phone. It's not bonded with your speaker. Did you already? Did you kick me off your Bluetooth? Oh, no wonder we're over. Okay, we're done with two tracks. Let's go to the third one. All right. Up uh, next, we have sliced beets. I love watching Matt. Uh, I'm like, how long will it play for with the beeps and boops? <laughs> Even two hours of beeps and boops. <laughs> two hours plus, baby. Uh, I wrote in my notes that we have more drum machine. We have more rocking. Um, but also, there's... Um, I'll just read the lyrics. I'm changing, and I'm not coming back. Distance yourself from me. Once you stop infinity, you had your chance, and it passed. But then we get to the chorus. This is where it began. So this is where I am. So much has changed and nothing's changed at all. Which is it? Geezer, get him on the line. <laughs> My God. I mean, here's the thing. It was at, at a certain point where I was like, this is the feature and the bug at mm-hmm. the same time. I have to just reckon with these lyrics. Yes. And it also was a situation where... I thought about a lot of the bands that we've done on the show, and we talk about lyrics, and, you know, I think about famous lyrical punching bag, Fred Durst, who we all love, um, and how people will just be like, oh, his rapture shows down or whatever, and then I was like, man, I gotta tell you, when you really dig into this genre, Fred Durst is fucking William Shakespeare. <laughs> like, you know, like, it's just, you get into some of this other stuff, and I'm just like, these guys fucking wish they were Fred Durst. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I was really kind of just thrown with this. I wrote in my notes that this song is a snake eating its own tail, feeling big <laughs> word salad vibes on this one. Boy. Um, 
So uh, I will say that I enjoyed the rocking. I enjoyed the filters on his voice. I tried to think about what position he was in when he recorded his verse vocals. Thinking back to uh, when we watched that documentary about the making of one of the uh, Cold Chamber records and Des had his like booth and he was like an inch away from the producer's face. And I was just imagining him just like in the corner, like crouching down and Ulrich being like, why you crouch down? He's like, I'm trying to hide. I'm trying to be small because I'm small and tiny on these verses, but I'll be big on the chorus. <laughs> and uh, that's how I felt. These were like, these were recorded while cr- crouched in the corner. I'm tiny. That was that was how I felt about this one. So overall, no. Ben, <laughs> uh, my notes are very short for this track. Uh, it's. Uh, Pointless. This track is pointless. That's <laughs> what my note says. Uh, Everything's changed, but nothing's changed at all. Well, Seems what's the point in doing it me? anyway, Lauren? Uh, oh, good point. Mm. Eat your own tail. Eat your own tail, buddy. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yep. uh, and then also, I've noticed this. In He does not completely hate his dad because every track, he throws in one cool bass line for the pops. <laughs> and this one has it. <laughs> Just one cool bass thing. He's like, we'll give him that. Every track, we get one cool bass thing. <laughs> but yeah, this song, uh, unremarkable. It yeah, it goes back on itself. It, it's it's a nothing song. Um, I I I don't enjoy it at all. Matt, Matt. I like this one the most of the <laughs> three that we've heard. <laughs> you knew I would. You knew. I would. Yeah, this is. Uh, I would say. It had more of what I was looking for, but it has nothing that stands out to make me go, mm-hmm. no! And that is a victory for Apartment 26 <laughs> at this point. So his, his, he's not pushing his vocals, so it just kind of is in the track. Um, and unlike the other two where the lyrics stood out so much that it made me go, wait a minute. This one mm-hmm. washed over me like a cool breeze. So... I was fine. I was fine with this one. There we go. Uh, but again, as a band, okay. boy, what high praise to hear somebody go, yeah, I was fine with it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what we're going for, sir. Fine with it. Yeah. Uh, th- that's what everybody wants to hear. Uh, the, 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 like, what you want is like, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it was eight bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, songmeetings.com one comment it's uh, from returning commenter Stitchface who said good song but again Biff can't write lyrics that well this is probably his best work so far though (sighs) Stitchface dad (laughs) (laughs) hyphen dad (laughs) geezer butlers Stitch face. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Should we? I think we should. I think we should, Matt. Up next, we have a song called Keep You. Somebody order something funky. <laughs> funky Ken, if there ain't a song for you on this album, 
it's this one, man. This is your song, baby. Ooh, get the goldfish back in my boots. Ben, we'll start with you. How'd you feel about Keep You? Oh my god, this song is <laughs> so unremarkable. It's infuriating. I watched Mad Space when the lyrics kicked in, and I was like, exactly. No, <laughs> uh, the, the previous song, he did a little back and forth, like two guys are talking to each other. It was like, all right, well, it's not great, but like whatever. This is the back and forth is in. It's like you know how you're like, hey, his vocals aren't very good. Well, he's like, well, I got a second vocal over here that's somehow worse. <laughs> We're a, real, a, a real, oh, yeah? We'll check this out. Top that. I can't. I can't. It's, like, it's it's so bad. It's And the chorus doesn't mean anything. It's it, And the music, everything about this song is, is, like, truly unremarkable. I found it funky, baby. Well, you got to throw the bass line in for dad. Funky, I funky Ken. You. Yeah, man. Funky Ken, are, are, are you are you uh, are you a fan of Black Sabbath? Oh, I'd love the low end thunder broom of one geezer butler and his songwriting <laughs> prowess in the, in the lyrical variety. Also, oh. would you please get a phone from T-Mobile? I am hungry. <laughs> oh, I I definitely want to help you out. Um, I do have a phone, but Ben, I believe you are in the market for a new cell phone. Is that correct? Ooh. That is correct. Okay. Well, I can show you amazing deals, please, dear God, to sign a contract with me. I, we will make it worth your while. I am an amazing salesperson. Check this out. Free. Oh, I did it again. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Funky Ken is what we're talking about. You can't keep giving them free phones because then you won't get any money. It's a real problem. <laughs> but sure ten, is. But 10% of nothing is nothing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> My commission checks. Uh, do not pay the bills. <laughs> all right. Uh, I, all right. I think um, we all have the uh, the raspberry emoji, the thumbs down emoji to this one. Mm, yeah, I, I basically, yeah, I just, I've, I've called out the call and response, um, weird back and forth vocals as well, um, which... Yeah, we're really like, you don't like this, you will also not like this. And, <laughs> you so, don't like that? Try this on for size. Yeah, so I don't even know if I had anything as far as like, oh, I have um the, the common new metal themes of someone being fake, him being fake, being sucked down, now I'm lost. And I said, you and me both, buddy. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, and, and just incredibly busy production, which yeah. I really like knowing who we, knowing it's all Rick Wilde, knowing his track record. I mean, I think this guy was, you know, I think he was lipstick picking it. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I mean, he's just doing what he can. He's like, what can I do? No, twiddle here. What can I do? You know? Patch not, yeah. cable here. And yeah, you know, just like, cable. you know, just fuzz up here. Let's put this one. You know, I bet you this was probably a day where Ulrich's like, what do all these buttons really do? <laughs> <laughs> Let's what find do out. Really do? Let's find out. I'm just going to start pressing everything, man. I just got to figure this out. So, uh yeah um not great but let's keep it moving yep uh up next is a song uh called apartment 26 
point i just feel like we know what's gonna happen do we have to listen to the rest like did you know that was gonna happen though man did you know that he was going to sort of rap did you know that i'm fine with sort of rapping but it was just like like it's this came out in 2000 like there is a lot of hip-hop we could have alluded to you could have just ripped another verse from somebody else do a cover of bringing the pain like do anything well, Matt, if you can play it a little bit more, because there's a sample, I, I, I believe in the first verse that I do want everybody to hear. Okay. <laughs> That's the one. That Worth nice it. sample made me laugh every single time because after you've gone through all of that, the idea of them being like, "Yeah, that was pretty nice." <laughs> like it's like an incredible pat in the back. It reminds me of there was a bit on um an episode of the Chappelle show. It was an episode in which it was like uh, Dave Chappelle had like uh what happens when white people hear guitar versus when black people hear guitar something yes. like yes. that and they like john mayer walking around yep and then and then, and quest, then loves drums. Point, quest love on drums and when they did the drums part i remember a guy starts freestyling <laughs> and in the episode you just sort of it's like a bit it plays into it like you know like hey the drums start happening and then they all start freestyling and that's the joke so then i think they did like a behind the scenes or something like bonus footage thing with dave Chappelle just sort of talking to the audience and he said did you guys catch that guy's freestyle that isn't good? And at the end, he wooed himself. Like he finished <laughs> spitting his bad bars, and then he's like, woo! And then, like, forced somebody to dap him up. And that's how I felt about that nice drop, was just like, he spits all this, it's not good. And at the end, he's like, hey, Ulrich, you nice. got that nice sample? And he was like, you want it here? And he's like, I sure do. And so all that just get nice. It's like, it ain't. It ain't. Um, but honestly, it made me laugh a lot. So maybe it does. It does work. Um, but um, oops, yeah. pal! Surprise! Oops, pal! <laughs> that's not bad. Oops, pal! Surprise! That's right. Um, I thought these were the worst lyrics on the album at that point when I was doing my notes. Um, hmm. Please, please, I'm just going to let later. you know that I'm furious that you made me wait to hear that nice sample. Well, and Matt, I'm so happy you did. <laughs> there it is. I'm Max making our Fox. guest happy. All right. It's called customer service. Well, again, service. Michael, let's just watch Matt's reaction to this album. That's all I want out of this. Well, you're, I'm giving you the whole deal today. There, there's actually a few things I want out of this particular album, but uh, that's one of the big driving forces. 
Yeah. All right. Perfect. Um, okay. Up next, we have an instrumental song called Dusk, which then goes into Hallucinating, the title okay. track. Okay. Yep. Just a builder. Once again, the beeps and boobs, right on it, <laughs> right on it, like right in the pocket. That is classic. That is, that is like textbook. There's a trillion and a half goth industrial bands that are on Metropolis Records that sound exactly like that. Like not even trying to be different, just like one million percent that. Mm-hmm. The differentiator is once we get to that chorus and he starts to be more man than machine, I am tapping out that's an instant mate like this is your type this oh man i'm i feel like after i know 300 plus episodes that we've done a lot of albums and i haven't been kind to a lot of albums and i've been kind to other albums but like this just feels like i'm i'm kicking somebody when they're down like it's a no for me dog listen at the end of the day He's Geezer Butler's kid, and we're not. You know, that's so, true. I mean, that's true. you know, he's doing okay. That's, you know, he's doing all right. I um, hope he's doing all right. I, I really do. I, oh, I have an update. I, on I, that. Oh, oh, ooh, what's the update? Great. So he's uh, not. <laughs> I've read some interviews uh, from Biff, who uh, says, "Yeah, that was a thing that I thought I had to do when I was younger." He was like nineteen or twenty when this album came out. Mm-hmm. He's like, "I felt like music was what I was supposed to do, and it wasn't." I, I, we put two albums out. I'm not particularly proud of them. Um, I don't bring him up in conversation, uh, but he's currently like an award-winning video editor, and the guy who does the sounds does—they still work together a lot on projects. The guy that does all the uh, beeps and bloops—they still work together. And he's like, "I'm doing video. I need some music. Can you compose some for me?" Um, so yeah, he's like worked on like Kobe commercials. Like if you go to his website, there's like tons of commercials you've seen that he's done work on. Thank God. I, I, Thank God. Listen, you know what? I like the level of self-awareness there that he's like, yeah, I did some records. No bueno. That didn't work out. I, I'm sorry about that. I, I, the fact that he does not bring them up in conversation, that really says it, you know, because I won't put anybody on blast, but we've done some bad albums on the show and said some things about him. And some people have DM'd us uh, not happy about what we <laughs> said about it. And I was like, bro. We're the only people talking about this album in 2021, 2022. So, yeah. um, relax. So, uh, 
Okay. Well, then I feel great. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Well, then it, then then it is like okay. Then we then we can have some fun. I just I I don't want to be you know at this point we we're well established in what we do. But if like you know it was your first time hearing us, you'd be like these guys are assholes. So to like, hear him kind of be like, yeah, it's it's this isn't it, dog. Like <laughs> I get it too. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm 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 gonna relax a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I liked I liked that he's still working with uh, the beeps and boops guy um, because I wrote in my notes that this thing's got so many fucking beeps and boops oh. and random effects. I, you know, in so. my notes, Matt, can we go to three minutes for the best slash dumbest effect on the album? Can we go to three? Of course we can. All right, I'm getting that lined up. Let me get let me get We're you back at up huge so I can see your face. So. Perfect. Like Doink. why we're gonna focus on that for so long? Oh, we gotta give that that doink sound took us so long to get right. It's, it's got a feature. Honestly, my thought was like they heard Adidas by Corn and they heard that fake mandolin sound that was actually just a guitar played in the bathroom, and they were like, "Why not us?" And somebody would be like, because Corn already did it? And they were like, why not us? <laughs> did I stutter? Did I stutter? No. Um, yeah, this also has the, well, honestly, the funniest lyric on here. Who are you? Who are you? I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's, that just made We're me setting laugh. a scene. We are. Hey, hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. It's you know it reminds me of uh, jobs I've had where I've had to cold call people, and um, they immediately are acting like I'm like in their house. Like, <laughs> that is always the wild thing to me. Um, but also like when I've been in like doing like jobs where like I was given their information because they signed up through a website, so I'm calling them back on information they gave me, and they're like, "How'd you get this number?" And I was like, "You fucking gave it to <laughs> like what? What are you doing? You know?" So I like that. Who are you? Who's this? Who's this? <laughs> ah! What's happening? Who's my... Where ah! am I? Where am I? Yeah. You know what, though? Who hasn't had that nap where you wake up just wrong and you're literally like, who am I? <laughs> you know? What is this? I woke up this morning, my arm fully asleep. Like, mm. the most asleep my arm has been in years. And so asleep, I had to pick it up, and when it fell on me, I didn't feel it fall on me. It was just like something else hitting my body. I felt as if I didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. I felt mm. like I was a robot inside of the ship, and the ship wasn't responding. And then the pins, and the pins. <laughs> oh, God, the <laughs> pins. pins. Oh, so like, oh, God, pins. I like Why the better the other way. <laughs> Why so many pins? Mm, perfect. All right, let's keep it going. Up Let next, rolling, we've got maybe. the fear. Mm-hmm. 
the mother. <laughs> It'd be great if this was just a cover of what's going on. <laughs> that would be amazing. What's going on? What's going on? I'm I don't know. <laughs> half man, half machine. This is a very romantic song about fingering. <laughs> I got to tell you, when that guitar part kicked in, I was like, man, these guys would love to be on the Blade 2 soundtrack with shit like this. That's what they're looking for right there. That doo-doo. It's like, oh, yeah. All they need is a daywalker walking in going, any vampires in here? Because I'm a kid. <laughs> but, Matt, you uh, you made a comment while that song was playing that this might be a song uh, about fingering. Yes. And so I thought I might read you some lyrics. Cool. Mm. She lays naked, stretched out. First of all, incredible description. I'm there. <laughs> I'm in the room. Oh God! No. I'm there. The synesthesia is overwhelming. <laughs> Picture painted. <laughs> Next line. Like I could only help her when she's moist. All right. That right there is proof positive more than anything. The geezer butler did not put eyes on these lyric pages. Because he would have walked in there and said, my son, my guy, my baby hey, my boy. Guy. Hey, my guy. Uh, you using the word moist? I don't know if you're familiar. No one likes that word. <laughs> no one. No one likes the word that moist. That word is loathed. It's out. I, I want to say to him, you know what, though? This makes sense, though, because what he said, I was 1920, felt like something I had to do, which means this guy has not been in any new employee orientations where you have to go around the room and say your favorite holiday, your favorite season, and what word do you love and what word do you hate on a getting to know you document because everybody puts moist and he would have known. This is why sometimes, you know, you learn things through life, through experience, you know? Yep. And maybe this is maybe this is proof positive a bit of a, the Nepo baby accusation that Stitch Face was making earlier, you know? Mm. Just putting it out there, maybe. You so know, his dad you know was calling more, him a Nepo baby. <laughs> he, he probably was walking around the house going, moist, 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 moist. And he's like, no one likes that word. <laughs> <laughs> you don't owe me, dad. You don't owe me. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really like this one, but I did like the chunky guitar. 
and yeah, this just big vampire, big vampire modes. Also, you really do realize at this point that he cannot scream, that he can mm-hmm. only yell. Yeah, yeah. And you really start to appreciate people who can scream really good, like once again, Fred Durst, good screamer, great, good screamer. Great screamer. And this guy's like, I'm yelling, but it yeah. really just feels like if like I mean I'm a I'd louder say talker. I'm a lot yeah, exactly. Ben, thoughts? Uh yeah. So I was like, will they bring it back? This sounds very Angelo Bottolamenti to me, which is the guy that does David Lynch's oh, music. David Lynch. Like, like, oh yeah, remember when they set that tone in Lost Highway? Well let's just do that. Let's just do that. Oh man. And that's mm really all that they did They're like great and then add a riff and uh matt you didn't miss anything in the chorus i know you're shocked to hear it uh um, oh, really not not worth checking out uh and i think it takes like a minute and 45 to get there or something it's yeah and remember this is a song where like yeah we're gonna finger this chick and it's called the fear i it just what's going on Look, if you're now, I'm not. I think we've said enough about the song, but I'm going to say that if you're looking for something that's a lot more dialed in to this vibe, that you want something the finger, to the fingering vibe. Well, if you want something that's like dark, brooding, but could be on a sex playlist, right? Okay. Because everybody right now, everybody's going uh, the Nick Cave route. Maybe they've got the. What is the right hand song? I forget. Mm-hmm. In, in this right, right hand. Yes. So that song is, is really having a moment in overuse in popular culture. If we're going to get a song re overused in popular culture for sexy and smoldery, may I suggest Gavin Friday and the uh, the song Shag Tobacco. Gavin Friday, you may know because he had a song on. Uh, the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack mm, called yes. Angel, which is very used in that movie. Uh, but Shag Tobacco is one of those songs. And in the right place, at the right time, is a lot of trouble. Sex playlist. Sex playlist. Sex playlist. <laughs> <laughs> this song is not on that. This right. is, yeah, this no, song. it's not. No, it's not. No, 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 no. Listen, they want you can't it to be. go in. You can't go. Here's the thing. You can't. You can't. If you're looking at a sex playlist and you're looking at it, and it's like, what's going on? Or uh, no, now what's going on? Wrong one. Let's get it on. <laughs> what's going? Mother, mother. You feeling sexy yet? <laughs> feeling sexy? Um, but if you're looking at it and then you see a song called "The Fear." You don't want to necessarily have any fear. You should have excitement, but fear is maybe a step too far. Yeah. You know? I mean, unless you're into that. I don't want to yuck anybody's yum. You know? But also. Um, mm. But also. Mm, I, you know what? I might yuck this yum just a little bit. <laughs> 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 uh, I might right. not want to yuck your yum, but I will say we have different tastes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. In which hmm. your yum makes me go yuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so up next, we have a song um, called Basic Breakdown. Okay. 
noise. This is the ultimate dad song on the album because mm. it has a chorus that my dad would love to joke about. He's like, get up! Get up! Get fuck up! <laughs> my dad would be like, this is a great song. It's about you getting out of bed. <laughs> Lazy, <laughs> bones. <today>. Lazy bones. Lazy bones. <laughs> That's what I hear when I hear a song like this. Because also, it did not give me get up in the pit at all. It was no. entirely like, get up, asleep. get up out of bed. You're you asleep. sheeple. It like is I said. 12.30. Don't you have somewhere to be? I cannot believe you're still in bed. You're going to sleep the get day away? Get up! You're going to sleep yeah. the day away? Oh. Get up! Get up! Ben, we'll start with you. How would you feel about Basic Breakdown? Uh, yeah, they said it with the title. Uh, basic. They and, really uh, did set themselves up. They did. They did. And uh, we go back to it again. Lyric writing is just tossed aside here. Anytime that you've written the lyric, it feels bad. Uh, maybe go back to the drawing board on that one. That's not, that doesn't mean anything. When you're saying something feels bad, it's like, how does it feel? Bad. But more, be, please. Be is there a better descriptor for that? No. No, that's it. I just, yeah. I, it feels bad. No. <laughs> hey, listen, this is the same gentleman who just a song ago told us that this lady was naked and stretched out. <laughs> Woo! In more ways than one, if you, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, now. Drift. hey, now. Yeah, it feels bad. You know what? We haven't said it, but this is, I got to tell you, Biff. He's a first thought, best thought guy. All right. He's <laughs> <laughs> <is> like. <laughs> I bet you old Rick probably loved working with this guy. He was like, he's like, you want to take another pass? He's like, these nope. are them. Got this it. This is it. This is it, it baby. Bad. It feels wrong. I feel feels bad. bad. Feels wrong. Do you want to elaborate I, on that? Feels wrong. Feels bad. What do you want from me, old Rick? You're not my dad. <laughs> Pain hurts. Ugh. Yeah. Bad praise things. worship. I wrote that in the chorus. <laughs> I did, did it. Right? We praise all, and worship. I didn't we all. Do you see how we went up with the, the steam sound and then we went down with the steam sound? You know, mm -hmm. we'd steal that yep. years later and write a massive hook. Uh, Linkin Park, you heard of them? We hadn't yet. And they took that <laughs> thing from us. That's right. Mm. We did one original thing, and it's what made Linkin Park famous. <laughs> That's what uh, made Linkin Park famous. That's what it was. I'm sure. Not having you know, one I of the best rock vocalists of the last 25 years. Look, you put you put Chester in Apartment 26, and you well, get Linkin okay. Park. Well, yes. If you put Chester in Apartment 26, he would figure it out. Yes, he would. <laughs> yeah. Because he'd also write the uh, lyrics, and they would be correct. better. <laughs> Yeah, they would. Because he would be like, this is what my pain feels like. Feels like, yeah. I did write my notes asking what the budget for the buzzing sound on this album was, because it feels like it's through the roof. <laughs> no, that's free, because our, that, that studio is falling apart. Uh, the, every song has a 60-cycle hum on it, because we can't figure out where the buzzing's coming from. <laughs> At a certain point, we were like, we got to go home, and I don't know where that buzz is coming from. And, and we're all putting you know, food on our family, so it's fine. got to put food. Yeah, it's fine. Matt, how'd you feel about Basic Breakdown? You know, not to continue to pile on, but like, even the song title, Basic Breakdown? Yeah. Grab a thesaurus. Yeah, just any <laughs> other words. No notes. He's taking no <laughs> 
notes. He's using the word moist. He is putting the word basic in the song title. You cannot tell this boy no. Can't be done. Think about how you were 19 oh, years thank old. thank God I didn't put out an album because it would Imagine- be exactly like this. I didn't. I oh. I definitely did not have the chops or yeah. you know it would all be like oh this is what I think deep stuff is when I haven't yeah. experienced anything anything yeah <laughs> I wrote a short story once for class I just had to write one and I gave it to the teacher and this is so embarrassing but I'm going to tell it cuz we've been going in on this guy so I'll be I'll be a little revealing about myself <laughs> uh so I gave it to the English teacher his name is Lance Rivers he's now passed away excellent teacher great teacher and he read it, and I said, what did you think? And he said, not bad. Not great. You've definitely never had sex. Like, <laughs> Land Rivers, like, you, are, you were a real one. Rest in power, he King. the wow. realest man. He was like, he was not afraid. Listen, Lance Rivers hit us with a lot of gottoms. I mean, Lance Rivers used to hit him with the gottoms all the time. And I'll never forget that got him. That one, I was like, who boy. <laughs> I'm like, do I got to wow. make a pact with Lance? Like, wow. Good. Not great. You've obviously <laughs> never had sex. Incredible. Incredible. Wow. Incredible. World class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I like the fact like, that this, I don't there's know no romance. Believe... This is a sci-fi, non-romantic story. And he's like, look, man, <laughs> it's not like how you wrote the romance. It's just <laughs> the right. topic covered. Uh, yeah. And... um. Yeah, it was, you know, people people say like, you know, you know, especially nowadays they're not sure like do you need the for your education? I'm like, you need to get a couple gottams, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to really help you grow. And yeah. uh sometimes you'll get it from uh, a top-notch English department. Lance Rivers, a legend. I don't think we have anything else to say about basic breakdown. Um Nope. I'm just going to read next. I'm going to read it. I'll read one more time. I just want to read it. So get up and get up. Fuck it up. Yeah, get up now. Those are the actual lyrics. I just yep. <laughs> say that the now at the end is the dad moment. That's it's, it's like, are peeking through. Yeah. Well, it's also like I feel like this might not have been as effective as I thought it was going to be. Let's add a now in there, <laughs> just so people are like, oh, <laughs> it's the prompt. Right. You know, like we like give it up one more time. Give it up one more time. Give it up. You guys, you guys get you guys. Get up now. Give it up. Yeah. Get up give now. It up now. Yeah. Start giving it up. I, I mean. I mean, we're all dads. We kind of know you You sometimes have to bring that, that extra oomph to it yeah. to get movement that is true. happening. Yeah, yeah, we have to be like, now. Yeah. What yeah, are we doing? Yeah. Why? Not an option. Not an option. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Not now. Right now. Please now, you know, but you don't want you don't want to get yeah. to that please moment because then they see that vulnerability and then they yeah, that weakness. Half. Yeah, yeah, capture that Oof. weakness. All right, stick around for more parenting tips. Next up, a song, these song titles. (laughs) This one is called Anymore. That's for you, Dad. I'm looking for this girl. Have you seen her? <laughs> hey, man, I don't talk to no fuzz, okay? I don't talk to Look, nobody. Look, man, she's missing. Hey, uh, uh, okay, she was here last week, all right? She was, she with, was she with Denny Labosco? 
Yes, she was with Lavasco and his whole gang. Yeah. Leave me be. Uh, this better not come back on me. I want to say that this song perked me up every time I listened. I was yeah. like, oh, we got a chunky riff. We're moving. I feel like maybe we're cooking a little bit. A little um, bit. A little bit. The chorus, once again, it's a backwards problem. The <laughs> word anymore. It doesn't work. It's too gluggy. It brings the chorus to a screeching halt when we have been so propulsive. We have been moving. And then he's like, anymore. And the whole band's like, fuck. You just feel like everybody's like, ah, hold on. Is everybody belted in? Because we're about to go off the rail. <laughs> yeah, we're tumbling and, down um, the stairwell. Yeah, really. Um, <laughs> I thought the bridge at 144 is actually the best part of the song. Um, mm -hmm. This song is still piling on the noises and the beeps and the filters, mm -hmm. which is just, that's Apartment 26, baby. That's you what we do. You all right? do it. There's no beep without a boop. There's no filter nope. without another filter on top. This mm -hmm. is how they do. This is how they live. They walk Got in layers, in the morning baby. and they say, well, like we said, we were saying Ulrich Wilde, he's finding out what every button does. There must have been a day where they walked in and Biff was like, hey, Ulrich, hear me out. And Ulrich's like, here we go. This is going to be the big ask. What if you press every button? You know, I've kind of always wanted to do that. Yeah. Cool. Let's do it. <laughs> and the, the result is that it just sounds like you just got a bunch of shit on top of shit. You know? Real like, hat on a hat situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matt, we got hats on top of pants, on top of hats, on top of gloves. I mean, we're just, it's all layers. Everyone, listen, you're going to be very warm, but you won't be able to move. You're going to look like the kid in the Christmas story. That's what it's going to be. That's my thoughts on any more. Ben? Uh, yeah, uh, this one, I feel like, like you said, it's definitely like the biggest rocker on the on the album it's like get those fists in the air right away like he i wish he had the get up lyric in this one at least there'd be like something getting you up but yeah i feel like this is like one of those live show staples kind of yeah. like get them all in there if you saw apartment 26 live and they didn't do anymore i'd be pissed you'd be pissed yeah. you'd be yeah. pissed i feel like we've skipped over this on another song uh opening riff it's a stabbing westward it's just a stabbing westward song there's a part that you were going to have him cut to. I feel like it's the part where I'm like, man, if Christopher Hall was singing this, this would be... Get a Christopher Hall wail in this thing for anymore? Have him wail anymore? Oh, my God. I was going to say, that's my that's my note, is like, if we're going to use a compound, you know, a multi-syllable word as your title and as your thing, then you really... It's a whole line. Yeah. It's not like, anymore... Like, no, no, no. They do this drag thing, out any more later in the song. Um, but it, it does but, need to be like a whole stanza. All four notes of the four on the floor is, anymore! And then, no, what about, yeah. about anymore? That's what no. they end up going with. That, that, that's, that's, that's the Chris Hall. Yeah, that's how Chris Hall would have done it 100%. Yeah. That's no. how, yeah. But um, man. He would have done the anymore? Or would, would he have done any more? I think he would have stretched the three. 
Mm, that's what I think he would have done. Anyway. You know what? Anyway. anyway. You know who I've got on the horn? Chris? O- no, I don't. Uh, oh, no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, my phone broke. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've had Chris Hall on the line for an hour 50 waiting to drop in on this one. He is pissed. He's furious. He's furious, but he's one of the best. Matt, any other thoughts on any more? I don't have any more thoughts, and we're ready for the next song. Oh, hold on. Uh, Matt, do you know how uh, we used all the buttons, and we, it's like, Ulrich, they came in one day like, Ulrich, I know that we pressed all the buttons yesterday. I know we can't afford new cables. But Ulrich, for your work, I bought you a new button. Let's hear it. Oh, shit. Okay. Here's <laughs> Bruised. You did. You bought me a Meadly button? <laughs> oh, guys, you should have. I always wanted a Meadly button. Ulrich, you've been doing so much for us. We knew, we saw this in the store, and I was like, Weedly, Weedly, we got to do it. And this motherfucker over here, he's dinking, dual income, no kids, so he could afford it. So we just put it on his card. And uh, here we are. We hope you really love it. And we really love you all. Right? Thank you so much. I do love it. I do love it. Mm. <laughs> well, you uh, love it this... for four minutes? <laughs> <laughs> well, the trade off was Ulrich was like, I'm going to put this Weedly button. Here in the mix, and I'm gonna take your vocals. And I'm gonna bury them like bury fucking them. Joe Pesci in Casino, baby. No one's finding them shits. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the um, uh, the verses in this song. I mean, my man's been doing some vo- some lyrics, and so I thought I would just read this verse, uh, which goes like this: Hands appear at night. I feel as though I've been awake for days. I shed my skin and I shed my sleep chains. <laughs> I look the other way as you come my way. You look slimmer and your breasts look better than ever. What the fuck? <laughs> no one ever sees. No one ever hears. All they can do is breathe. Stop the touch. This verse is wild. I don't understand We've any got, of it. I don't understand any of it at all. He's... In there, like sleep chains. I was like, "Oh, this is this is him. This is him taking a note." He's like, "Okay, I can't just say I was asleep." Well, sleep chains, the, and everyone's like, the, "Everybody's familiar with the classic yep. turn of phrase." Classic the chains of sleep. Yeah. Chains of sleep. Ugh, the old chains of sleep. Um, but I am. I have been baffled by you look slimmer and your breasts look better than ever. What the fuck? I don't even know what to make of that. And even That's, the way it's delivered in the song is insane. Just to be clear, Matt, the lyric is what the fuck. He's not responding to the lyrics. The lyric after your breasts look better than ever is what the fuck. I mean, I, don't know, it, just, I didn't know it was possible. Right. I mean, maybe maybe he didn't think that her breasts could look better than ever, and he was like, "Whoa, what a surprise!" I wouldn't put it in a song. I wouldn't put no. what the fuck as, like, whoa, that's nice. 
What the fuck? Yeah, is a very like, different vibe. Yeah, I know. Weird reaction to it. What the fuck? I thought they'd be worse. <laughs> I thought they'd be sagging. Babe, what the fuck? Whoa. This house is cleaner than it's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> How? How? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. The, the reaction What the is all fuck? Off. A raise? <laughs> You really did it this time. <laughs> uh, surprise party. What the fuck? All my friends and loved ones. What the fuck? I'm so mad right now, but also thank you. I mean, honestly, if that's your reaction to being slimmer and your breasts look amazing, then I don't know what to tell you. So. <laughs> I always thought losing weight affected your titty meat anyway. Gotta go write more great lyrics. I don't think we have anything else to say about this song. Nope. I was wiggling. I'll give you that much because yeah. we had the wiggling button. So we had the wiggle button. We had that, that big take that baseline for a walk. Like mm. that. Up next, we have another interlude called Evils into Question of Reality. Then I have a question if it's going to be the last two songs here. How respectful of our time is this album? Uh, Matt. It's a really great question. And my my uh, survey says 45 minutes, rounding up. Hmm. So, interesting thing with this record is that the version on streaming is like 45 minutes. The version on CD has a secret track that is not on streaming. Streaming, hmm. apparently, a rare moment was like, get this shit out of here. <laughs> nah. Um, <laughs> nah. It no, goes up to... We're good. You get you get fifteen tracks fifteen to twenty four are like weird like momentum like noises and then when you get to track twenty six you get a bunch of uh, beepy boopy noises for a while and it's like two minutes and it's it's not good it's not. You know, it's not, not the worst essential thing for her, but it was not it, essential it is to our review. Screamingly inessential. Okay, um, I will say. Mm. Yes. Well, then here is evils into question of reality. I mean, if the Amen breakbeat didn't exist, <laughs> does this album exist? Fair question. Mm, there's a real sliding doors. All right, let's go to question of reality.
Hey, Dad. Dad. Stop. Can I get surfacing? Can I get surfacing? Uh, no, we have surfacing at home. Uh, oh, do we? Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, do we? No, no, we don't. No, we you don't. don't have surfacing at home. You do not. We have, have a question of reality, um, <laughs> guys. Again, we've mentioned it, but these lyrics are in a desperate need of uh, attention. <laughs> like, what is happening here? I called today to say my goodbyes. Mistook your mood. I be- begin to beg you. Promises kept like yesterday's news. Thanks for the memories and thanks for the time. But this chorus of slowly draining away, it's such a shame. You've missed the point again. I can't let reality seep in. I thank you. Yep. What's the question? (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Sorry. No notes. (laughs) No notes. Uh, I like... I, I like a real good metal chorus that ends with, I thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that's you, how you end. Li- listen, you that's are a pillar of strength. <laughs> that's how you end a, a commencement speech. Um, <laughs> you know, after you've been asked to speak, you know, the class of 2004, like, you know, I thank you for your time. And yeah. I wish you well into the job market, you know? But that's not May how May we you... all look on these coming days and remember our past with a feeling of great thanks and and learning observations that prepare us. I think... <laughs> I thank you. I thank you for your time. Uh, mm-hmm. And fondest yep. memories together. You're f- when yeah, I remember as... these past four years that we've spent together, <laughs> I recall... <laughs> I recall so many conversations in the hall with my friends. The good times that we had, the hard times. <laughs> Can I just say that my favorite part of when I was in high school and college and they give the commencement speech was when people would say, like, the good times and the bad times. And I was always like, what are the bad times you're talking about because like what are we talking like what are you talking about like that what, time what, i want details i want details on that the times when we didn't win the football game but we did go to the bonfire anyway and <laughs> the all the football players were in a bad mood because they had lost the football game so when they got drunk they started fighting each other and I didn't know how to emotionally handle it so I left the conversation but I had had too many mushrooms and I saw a dead raccoon. Mm, so these I wish... are the moments that we will cherish. <laughs> this is what speeches need. This is what the speeches need. I would been So we'll go back. We're talking a lot about college today and uh this reminds me of something that happened um my uh yeah, my senior no, my senior year graduation from college. The night before graduation, went out with a bunch of my buddies, buddy Sean, buddy Ryan. We got tore up from the floor up, you guys, all mm, right? That's how you we do. We did it up. We did it up. And though at that point it was like I had to be moved out of the dorm and so all of my stuff was shoved in my parents' car and then I was I couldn't there was no room anymore so I had to stay at the hotel room with my parents and my sister so I literally like crawled into their like room at like 3:30 in the morning like rough. So the next day graduation I'm up, I'm dressed whatever. 
I'm there. My dad is videoing it with a camcorder. It's 2004. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this until, I don't know, years later when he decided to pull the video out. But he was panning from the speaker to me to the speaker to me. And they had seated us, I think it was by major, but it was something weird. And so they mm-hmm. seated me next to this woman who I had never met before, but had seen around, who was very hot. And so they, my dad would pan up <laughs> to the speaker <laughs> and then he'd pan over to me and I'm like, just talking to this girl, like not paying attention, just like making jokes. I could tell I am in total like, but also hung over AF. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and my dad, I remember my dad watched this video going, look at you. You're not even paying attention. You're not even listening to what this guy's saying. I remember my dad was like, some good speeches. I was like, sure. I don't know. <laughs> like, I was just like, but it was just so funny. He'd be like, this pretty talking. I'm like, when you go out into the world, you're going to face a lot of adversity. Pan over yeah. to Lauren Kozlowski, like just macking, like, just like, yeah. and I don't the, know why. I never saw a woman again in my yeah, life. The high school graduation speech is you've never had sex. We look at ourselves and we think. The future is so bright. And college is more like, don't forget what you've learned here. See, in these four years that you've spent with us, you've been molded and prepared for what awaits. But don't lose that core that we all have as the bronze gate bronzers. As a bronzer in the workplace. (laughs) Just pontificating fucking bullshit. When you're sitting in the job... That you've had for 22 years. That doesn't match your major. uh, That it has nothing to do with anything that you've studied here in these halls. These are the moments that you need to recall that you are a bronzer and bronzers excel in adverse situations. Your well-rounded education has prepared you. The next song is called Death. So, I I wrote in my notes that we were gurgling out the door. <laughs> um, <laughs> Death rattle with this one, with this one. But uh, but what was interesting is that as much as we said like this band is um, you know derivative, they're not taking notes. These choices that are being made, we're still making choices vocally to the very end. Mm-hmm. And my note on this one was that he could have gone a lot of different ways. He could have stuck with his Burton imitation, which he still does on the chorus. You know, he could have gone for like a Marilyn Manson creepy crawl situation. He could have, 
he could have gone a lot of directions, you know, especially, you know, he's got old Rick Wilde, you know, he could have gone a Wayne direction, mm -hmm. you know, uh, a lot of, a lot of ways he could have gone, but he decided that he's like, I'm going to deliver my verse vocals as if I'm a man trapped in a wall. <laughs> and I initially was in the wall because I'm a creepy boy. I'm initially, no, the initial thought was like, I'm in this wall because I'm a creepy, I'm creepy and I'm in your walls. Okay. But now I've realized I'm in your wall. I cannot get out, and I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, this is a <laughs> bad move. This, this is, is a bad this move. Is a bad move. Bad move. This was like there's that there's the, the brief moment of like I'm in your wall, you know. And she's like, Oh no, there's a man in my wall. And then he's like, Yeah, I'm in your wall. And Shit, I'm in your wall. Uh, can you get me oh, out? And boy, she's yeah. like, Oh, nope, you're stuck. You know. And then that's that. The the menace goes away <laughs> um but an uh, interesting choice all the same because i i can say in the 300 plus episodes we've done guy stuck in a wall voice never heard that before no <laughs> no no that's a first ben how'd you feel about this one uh yeah i feel like they should have ended with question of reality i feel like that one had a lot more energy into it um i, I feel like their thought here was like let's get existential <laughs> musically like I don't know. Let's go to the apartment twenty six of your mind. <laughs> and then um, Matt, since you're more versed in this kind of stuff, I did put in my notes that I wanted to see what your thoughts were at uh, one fifty five of okay. what's going on. And obviously, we're going to talk about the music because why would we ever talk about the lyrics or Please the vocals? Do not make me talk about the lyrics or vocals. Did you see this coming? You've got a lot of history for Electronica uh, with how that chorus goes and then it goes yeah. into that part. Would you be like, that's pretty standard oh, yeah. songwriting? Yeah. That's money in the bank. Like, they have a lot of stuff that's like tried and true. Like, And then you throw these vocals and these lyrics into it and you're like, God damn it. But no shit. Like, this is like in on a Manson song, him coming in, like, he's done that a million times. Like, now it's Lunchbox by Manson. He's right there. Yeah. But, like, no, it does not. Like, if you're going to go pop, you got to go full pop. If you're going to go menace, then you got to be menacing. Right. And, uh, and my dude is not menacing. He's not. Uh, he's just not. And and that is Lauren's you've never had sex comment. It's like, you've never scared anybody. I mean, yeah. you might be scary at times when it's like, whoa, this guy's out of control, but not like. There's some people, they walk into the room and you're like, oh, fuck, I got to go. That guy, <laughs> that person's energy is a big, oh, I'll tell a story. I was in a restaurant once and I was in a, I was in a booth and the booth behind me and just this guy talking, I stood up and moved tables. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. just, yeah. Uh, and the waitress didn't say a word. She was like. She got it. Like we both got it. it was like, oh no, I can't. Mm -mm. No, I'm not gonna sit. I'm not gonna sit next to this person this whole meal. Like I don't want to die tonight. Yeah, 
and she has to stay there. So that's fun. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, there you go. Perfect way to close out this album, everybody. It's Hallucinating by Apartment 26. That's the album. And now it's the part of the show where we talk about... Cannon talk. Let's talk about the can. Let's talk about it, baby. Ben, you're our guest. We'll start with you. Well, you know, I think our opinions have been laid bare. I think we've used our words very well to describe what's going on here. Um for me, I've, first of all, I'm very sorry that I didn't. I was in my own world for a second. I forgot to go talk about the canon. So, apologies to the listeners. I meant to do it and I forgot, and that's my own fault. Uh, play it back. Um, but yeah, uh, you're never going to believe this. I'm going to say that this album uh, paves no new ground. Um, it's, uh, but I will say that the one thing it does is that it's a, a slacker new metal album as opposed to an angsty or angry new metal album. Uh, there's like, yeah, what are you going to do? World sucks, which I don't think you see a lot in the new metal spectrum. Uh, so mm-hmm. in that case, if we're going to pitch it that way, that this is a slacker new metal album, I would say doing it anyway. It fits that build to a T. Uh, and that's the only argument I can make. That's, the, that's, that's it. I'm like, if we all agree that no other metal band has, new metal band has done this, but also nobody copied it, so didn't like the the like great idea. We're gonna do it. The um, spark that so. l- that lighted a thousand fires, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, nothing. There's nothing. My view on this album going into the canon. This album is tough. It's extremely redundant and largely unnecessary. It's honestly proof that in the case of someone like Ulrich Wild, you can give him all the buttons. You can buy him new buttons, but you know, he's not a miracle worker mm. and he can only do so much. Uh, so I have nothing for the canon, mm. but I had a great time talking about it with you guys. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. As we look back on this 14 <laughs> songs, we know that we have been through some trials and tribulation and things are tough and then they're not tough. And then you're naked spread out on a bed. <laughs> So I will say at this point that although it may be better than the first chord record. <laughs> wow. No one said that. It is definitely no not. <laughs> we didn't say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will say that at this point in time, this is not ready for the canon, but is ready for the next experience in its life, which is as we separate from our friends and go into whatever our next chapter is thank you very much yeah no uh, that's a no which, for me dog. which brings me to no. another reason which brings me to another reason i picked this one so you can knock it off the list and get to music for the massive their follow-up album which is uh much better oh oh i just want to knock okay. this one out it's also knock this knock it out. it's also the last band on ausfest 2000 that you hadn't covered yet which was an, mm, my mm. first non-Christian concert. So, pretty big deal. Wow, and Apartment 26 wow. opened it up, and they weren't good um, live. Mm. I remember I made mixed CDs of all the bands, so I'd be like, I know which one I'm going to listen to, I'm going to know the song so I can go into the... And uh, there was not a single Apartment 26 <laughs> song on any of those. There's like five discs. Because <laughs> we had to drive from North Dakota to Wisconsin to see it. So, wow. it's a long drive. Wow. That's a long drive. That's a long yeah. drive. Oh my God. Long drive home, too. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Well, there you have it. Apartment 26, hallucinating, not in the canon, but we all learned a lot. And I want to thank everybody for listening. And Ben, I want to thank you for coming on the show. A true thank pleasure, you. sir. Thank you thank so much. You this so was a much. joy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you can find Ben every week, Barley and me. You weekly, Ben? Nah. <laughs> uh, intermittently. Nah, sorry. Intermittently. intermittently. Sorry. Uh, no, uh, it turns out when you have a kid uh, and you mm-hmm. work a day job and you do comedy and you, do, you know this stuff. It's, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. you, some people take breaks you know some people maybe leave the podcast entirely I'm not going to name names um, and yeah. some people just mm-hmm. go you'll get an episode when you get an episode I'm doing all this I'm doing all the editing I'm doing all the booking I'm doing all that stuff and I don't do it in my basement like some people I go out in the world and I hang out with people for hours uh, so it's like when do I have those hours when do I have the editing mm-hmm. time so it's like it. when, when do I have it right. but I'm doing mm-hmm. a bunch today so soon alright perfect well, Ben, thank you. A true pleasure. This was super fun. Barley and Me podcast. You can find it wherever you get podcasts. And certainly keep on saying hello to us here at Roach Coach. We're on everything. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Did I miss anything, Matt? We're on all those, right? We are now on everything. I mean, at some We're point, we have t- we had a Tumblr, so like yeah. we even had a Tumblr at one point. I just stopped updating it because no one was on Tumblr anymore. But that's yeah. because they got rid of nudity on Tumblr, yeah. and that's why everyone was on Tumblr. Figure Everybody. it out, Tumblr. What are you doing? Know your audience. Uh, know your audience and bring Horn back balls. those boobs. Yes. So, uh, yeah, we're on all those. So say hello to us and all those. Um, we're working on engagement. We're finding that that helps, too. And uh, send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your recommendations. Uh, sometimes we'll get to them years later. It happens. We, b- we believe it. And until next time, Matt, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Ben. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.